Welcome to the X-Ray Room, infusing the intricate inner workings of your thought life with inspiration, one episode at a time. Our thoughts are the basis of each decision ultimately paving our life, y'all. This is the Thought X-Ray Hourly Show that begs the question, who told you? Guys, we're at episode 10, season one. I'm so pumped. I know I always say this, but I love to podcast. It's fun. I love to talk. And my guest for this episode is not only responsible for giving me physical life, she gave me spiritual life. Like everything I know about God, everything I know about ministry comes from this woman right here. She's married for 43 years. She has five kids. She's a homemaker, but really she's not because, you know, she works all the time. Um, She has worked in ministry for 39 years. She has pastored 25 of those years. She has three churches alongside my dad, Salvador. She has built 20 plus churches along with my dad in the ministry, um, church buildings in Central America and the Caribbean. They have donated $2.5 million and they didn't give me any of it. What the heck? Um, no, they did. (laughs) And they have 13 grandchildren. Just don't tell my siblings. Okay. Um, 13 grandchildren. She has traveled to 13 nations, translating, preaching the gospel. She's a certified medical interpreter. She's worked in hospitals. Um, she's a Bible Institute founder. She's currently working on two bilingual books. The first book is a devotional on Proverbs. You know, Proverbs is an ancient book that can be difficult to understand. So it's nice Mm -hmm. to have a devotional that helps break down that information and it's bilingual. Mm -hmm. So English, uh, speakers and Spanish speakers can benefit from that. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. I'll be sure to include her um, social media handle in the episode notes if you want to follow her for those products. And then um, she's also writing a second book that is a guide for anyone working in the pastoral ministry. If you're a pastor, you're working as a pastor, whether it's part-time or full-time, you know, mm-hmm. or even for free, because we know a lot of y'all work for free. That's right. um, but if you're doing that work, you know, the Bible doesn't necessarily address specific issues like who should you marry? Where should you go to Bible school? Should you go to Bible school? Um, How should you respond if you want to cuss somebody out, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but, but it is real. Like sometimes you want to cuss people out. So you need to know, I mean, I know I've gone to her before, like many times when I'm super upset about something and I just don't know what to do. I don't know how to respond, you know? So it's nice to have these products available and they're coming soon. So stay tuned. And without any further ado, you've already guessed my special guest is none other than my mom, Eloisa Gonzalez. Okay. I won't be calling her Eloisa because she's my mom and she would slap me. But um, before we dive into our topic and today's topic for episode 10 is who told you you're not blessed. So we're going to be talking about blessing y'all. I'm excited. Um, But before we do that, I want to talk about our products. Okay. So anybody want to sponsor me and give me your money, please do. Um, the first product that I want to talk about is word of promise. So word of promise is an audio Bible. Okay. It's not a book that you flip through the pages, um, or, you know, like a, a Bible study book where they have the commentary and the margins. That's not what it is. It's all audio. Mm -hmm. I'm super busy. Okay. I don't have time to sit and read the Bible. And I, I know that sounds really crazy, especially for somebody that preaches, you know, I have to preach and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm just being real on the real. I listen to the Bible. And so what I do is I will put on the word of promise. It's like Hollywood actors 
James Caviezel speaks the part of Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then all these major, like Dan, Danny, yeah. Danny Glover. Um, God, who else? A bunch, uh, They're all Hollywood actors that you would recognize. Mm-hmm. And all of the um, audio, like the music in the background is theatrical. Yeah, so it's very good. Yeah. So like as Paul, like when you're reading um, the, the letters of Paul, you can hear the quill. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I have heard many audio Bibles and they sound like, I'm not trying to be mean, but they sound cheap mm-hmm. and it sounds kind of cheesy, you know? Yeah. So, or it sounds- Or they put you to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it sounds like a horror movie. They're like, mm-hmm. and then, like the voice is scary. <laughs> so word of promise. And listen, you know, I'm your girl and I'm always going to hook you up. You can listen to it for free on YouTube. Le YouTube has the whole thing yes. for free. Yes, that's They're not supposed to, yeah. okay? You're supposed to buy it. If you want to buy it, go buy it. But I just go to YouTube. Yeah. Um, if you have an account with Audible or Scribed, if you have a monthly subscription, you can listen there as well. It's right. called The Word of Promise. I'll have the link below. Uh, what do you love? I love <laughs> Minimal Beauty by Cindy Crawford's skincare products. Mm-hmm. I just love it. I love it. Um, it's um, I order it every three months. And it's a wonderful for the night cream, the... Uh, cleanser, the moisturizer, the eye, everything. It's just one. I've been using it for two years now. And I, everywhere I go, I tell them, please buy Cindy Crawford's, the model, you know, where do you you buy it? You just get on the internet. Okay. And you just put meaningful beauty by Cindy Crawford and you just subscribe to her. They deducted out of your debit card checking. Oh, it's a monthly subscription. It's not a monthly. It comes, the product comes every three months or four months, depending how much you use. Okay. Of the product. So do you, you set it with them? You, you say, set, I want every yes, three months? Okay. Yes. And it's wonderful. I just love, I mean, a hundred percent. What about so the price? Is expensive? No. It's, okay. um, I, you get the eye, the night cream, the day cream, and then you get another uh, cream to put for the sun. And I think it's four products. What I'm about acne sure. pimples? I'm pretty sure they have that. I don't have that. Have you had any breakouts? Very little. If I, I haven't eat. seen any on you. No, I do. I got one here. See, if why? I, why did you give me those jeans? Because it's I your eat, fault. I eat it is chocolate. It's chocolate. December I was always chocolate. have a pimple. Chocolate season. So you just get in it. You order it. And it's 100 with chipping and everything and tax. You got to pay tax. Le chipping or Le shipping? Chipping. It is $145. I pay every four months. Okay. So it's not bad. Uh, it's, a, go, it's it's medium. I mean, it's not crazy expensive, but it's not cheap. But think about it. You use it every day, day and night. And you'll look like Cindy Crawford. And so. you look good. I mean, <laughs> and they got the neck cream. I don't get the neck cream. I just put uh, olive oil on it. Oh. You know? Yeah, See, I need tip. to do, I have, yeah. I don't do any of that. I get the um, little like drugstore scrub that's all i do no okay. i need to i need to work on me y'all i need to get saved yeah um you do so next you know guys i like to do a funny conversation starter before we get all serious and mushy mm-hmm. um so our conversation starter for my mom is what's your craziest memory of raising me in all 35 years mm-hmm. she's well, still she's still raising me mm-hmm. <laughs> veronica was born talking <laughs> uh she was born singing and talking so when she was in uh, second grade, 
We had issues with her in preschool, in diapers. She will not stop talking. So I put her in a little private uh, Baptist. Uh, Presbyterian. Uh, no, the Baptist school right on Buford Highway. That wasn't second grade. What grade was that? That was. That was second grade. Uh-uh. How old were we when we moved here? Uh-uh. I moved here in 88. In I Atlanta, went to Chalcedon. I went to Chalcedon. No, before that. Before Chalcedon. Second Cal- grade was Miss Howard. Okay. I had Miss Howard was in Ms. kindergarten. P. Ah, you were in kindergarten. That's when, yes, you want to be a lawyer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she was in kindergarten. Thank you. I'm 63. See? Uh-huh. Mm. So she was in kindergarten, and I get a call from the from the teacher. Now, think about it. Kindergarten, what can the child do? <laughs> and, and she says, uh, Miss Gonzalez... <coughs> You need to talk to your daughter because she just, she, she, she can't stop talking. And I go, I'm so sorry. You know, we punish her. At we beat her. No, starve her. We do it, everything. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't. And she says, well, Ms. Gonzalez, uh, you know, we need to do something because we are about to spank her. And they did. Uh, they did. They did. They spank her. Huggy. Thank you. They spank her. And, and I go, what did she do? Well, today, Ms. Gonzalez, uh, she can't talk to any of the students. Uh, she can do uh, no talking, but she was talking to herself. <laughs> and I go, what do you mean? She goes, yes. I call her out and I go, Veronica, you can't be talking in class <laughs> while I'm teaching. And, and she goes, but, but I'm not talking to anybody. I'm talking to myself. I can talk to myself. I'm not breaking the rules. I mean, oh. <laughs> see, the thing is, is I'm very persistent and some would say hard headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Like I, I felt like I was following the rules, but I remember I, I drank a bottle until I was six years old to go to bed. Yes. Chocolate, chocolate milk. milk. That's why I'm so healthy. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would go into my parents' bed at night. And finally, when I was like six, my mom locked the door of her bedroom and she's like, you're not going to sleep with us anymore. And you're not going to drink any more bottles, like a baby bottle, a baby bottle, (laughs) baby bottle full of chocolate milk. So I'm such a drama queen and so hard headed that I beat that door. Let me in and started screaming, crying, and they would not open the door because six-year-old drinking from a bottle. I mean, imagine it, like the spoiledness is out of this Mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. And so I remember I stayed there and I cried and I screamed so hard that I threw up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, now do you feel bad? I threw up. We don't feel bad. (laughs) We don't, we don't, we don't care. And excuse all my snot, Mm -hmm. y'all. But anyway- so yeah, our topic for today is who told you you're not blessed. And it's all based on the book for this month, which yes, is the blessing. the blessing. This is from the eighties, 86. Um, it's a book by Gary Smalley and John Trent. My sister, Charmaine, I, I talked about it in episode nine. Um, Charmaine gave it to me for Christmas. This is my Christmas gift. Um, along with a really nice family photo that she framed, but this book, wow. It's very good. It's deep. Mm-hmm. So y'all go get this book. You can get audio version. You they can- have a new version. It came out in 2011. You got a workbook. It's real, real good. And now they have a book uh, for kids on the blessing. They're real good. So real good. the heart and soul of this book is figuring out whether or not mm-hmm. you've received the blessing, which is acceptance. Mm-hmm. 
from your parents. Mm -hmm. So talk about deep. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I wanted to make sure, because all the guests that I have for the month of January, we're going to be talking about some really deep stuff. So get out your Kleenex. You might cry. Okay. I'm going to try and make it as funny as I can um, to keep it, you know, whatever, not so like, not suicidal where you're like, (laughs) oh my God. But, but like, we're going to be talking about some serious stuff. So Uh, One of the quotes that he talks about is what is the blessing, Mm -hmm. all right? When you look up the word itself, it means a thousand times made happy. Mm -hmm. Um, You're made happy. But in Mm -hmm. this context, a family blessing from your mom and dad. And he says, and some of us didn't have a mom or a dad. Some of us were raised by our auntie, our grandma. We were adopted, foster care. You know, we are Mm -hmm. origin. Divorced parents. Right. And you Mm -hmm. know what? The origin of your life, your parents or absence of parents it sets the stage. Mm-hmm. It does. It's the for foundation. Your, yeah, because you relate to authority, mm-hmm. be it your boss, a cop, be it a, a teacher, professor, uh, mm-hmm. whoever. Yeah, you relate to your authority mm-hmm. the way your origin was. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? So it's it sets the stage. Even your spouse, like when you when you go mm-hmm. to get married, you relate to your spouse the way you related to your parents. Mm-hmm. Crazy, right? It's crazy. Yeah. So I want us to talk about that. We're going to talk about some deep issues because, you know, in my past, I was molested and that really did set up a lot for what my life's work has become. And it was my mom's father. So we're going to be talking about some of those points. It is touchy. Um, this is very private and um, intimate information. So I want you guys to know that we love you and we're doing this to help, right? Because right. part of our job as ministers, she's a pastor, I'm a pastor, part of, and I don't have a church, but she has many churches. Um, but part of our job is to heal. Mm-hmm. All right. The Bible says that a pastor's job is to um, velar. How do you say that? Uh, In English. Oh, Lord, Lord Jesus. Like watch over, yeah. like a nurse. Like a watched. Watchmen. Watchmen. There you go. Like a nurse watches over a patient. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible says in Hebrews about a pastor's job over the soul mm-hmm. of the people. Mm-hmm. And a person's soul is your emotions, your thoughts, your desires, your feelings. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff comes mm-hmm. from your origin. That's right. It's deep. So even if you're my age, mm-hmm. thir- 35, we're going to travel back. Okay. And if there's uh, behaviors in you or things in you, mm-hmm. we're going to find out why mm-hmm. and start to heal. All right. So here's the quote. And then I'll let my mom talk. Cause I know I like to talk. The family blessing includes, here's five points from, right. the, book. from the book. Number one, meaningful touch. True. Number two, a spoken message. True. Number three, attaching high value to yes. the one being blessed. Yes. So if that's your kid, you're the mom yes. or you're the dad and you're wanting to bless the kid, yes. you're attaching high value, high yes. value, like they're expensive. They right. cost $5 billion. Mm-hmm. Number four, picturing, picturing mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this, this conversation is going to be more geared towards the parents because right. she's being interviewed and she's the parent picturing a special future for the one being blessed. So in our case, her picturing a, ble- a future for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Number five, last point, an active commitment Mm -hmm. to fulfilling Mm -hmm. the blessing. So whatever mom and dad, whatever special future you see for your kid or whatever value you see for your kid, how can I help my kid get to that point? That's right. All right. That's right. Okay. So first question, Mm -hmm. 
Here we go. Here we go. Put on your seatbelt. All right. As a mom of five kids, which of the five points of the blessing did you struggle with the most? Um, coming from my background, um, the one that I, I have, I mean, a lot of issues. Crazy Cuban background. Yes. <laughs> Even though I come from a Caribbean background and we Caribbeans are very mushy, we're very loud, mm-hmm. we're very touchy, but I think it was just superficial. Like the Caribbeans, we have a, You're a, loud. a thing that we go, ah, bendición. That means blessing. It's a greeting. It's a greeting. And we kiss bendición. And we, when they leave, bendición. And we kiss again, bless, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. But it's just superficial. We really didn't capture the whole word of blessing. Of what we're blessing. saying. Yeah. So I think uh, the meaningful touch and the spoken message, both those two points, there were the, ooh, that was hard coming from my background, coming from a mother and father that never say, I love you. Mm. They will, they will hug you like, Hey, you know, blessing, Hey, blessing. And they will kiss you on the cheek, but that was it. They they need, they never look into your eyes. They never Mm. say, you know, you, you, you're so special. You, you are the love of my life. The message part. Yeah. The, speaking and that and that hug, like a, a not a protective hug. Mothers have different hugs or parents have different hugs. Like just cut, a cuddling. loving, yeah, just a loving hug. Like, let me love you. Let's spend some time just in each other's arms. Those two, I I had to work on it as soon as I bought that book. That was a revelation for me. That well, was, whoa. I don't think that I don't think that applies to all Caribbeans. Right. Right. So right. she's she's saying right. that in her upbringing, mm-hmm. in her experience as a daughter, mm-hmm. um, the words, mm-hmm. those those intimate words, mm-hmm. were not heard. They were not heard and at all. The physical touch, the cuddling, didn't happen. No. That's not saying all Caribbeans are like that. No. So I just wanted to clarify that. Right. But I remember, I remember growing up, my mom would hold me, you know, you would hold me mm-hmm. and you would say, whose nose is that? It's my nose. You know, she would touch my nose and it was really sweet and it was really special. But when it came to saying things like, I am so proud of you. Right. You, you are amazing. Right. You made me so happy when you right. did. You know, that's kind of like an American. I, yeah. I I don't know that it's a cultural thing or what. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. uh, stereotype cultures. But that really wasn't like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like my mom was that person that I looked to because she was so strong. You know, you were so strong. You would... Um, if you were going to do something, mm-hmm. a project or a job, you know, whether it be at home, whether it be at ministry, you did it. Mm-hmm. And, and she didn't do things halfway. You know, you would do it all the way. But I think when it comes to the blessing, mm-hmm. every mom, every mm-hmm. dad, yeah. we have some points that we're like, yeah, we're really good at. Yeah. And then we have some points that, you know, we're not so good at. Right. Um, and with the touching, you know. Yeah. That too. I, I don't remember her cuddling me and just holding me. Um, but the thing is, is that we emulate mm-hmm. whatever we experience. Right. right. You know, and, and, and right. that is why talking and having these conversations mm-hmm. is, I, I'm not even going to say important. Mm-hmm. It's mandatory. Right. 
um, even if your mom and dad, you might not be a Christian and, and you might not believe in the Bible or Jesus, but the information that we're talking about, you can use. Mm-hmm. You can go back to your mom. Yep. You can go back to your dad, even if um, it's uncomfortable. All right. And you can say it in a nice way. Okay. And we did have these conversations. We've spent hours. I, I would say that's one mm-hmm. thing that my mom's really good about. She, you know, you would sit and talk to me mm-hmm. um, about things, like just anything, hours. God, I remember till like four in the morning. Jeez. But if you are feeling right now, as you're listening to this, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my God, me too. Oh my God. Oh my God. I did that as a mother or, Oh my God, my mom did that. Yeah. There's no, I, I want to say there's no condemnation if, if, if you did that, cause I didn't do it intentionally, intentionally, because I didn't know if, if, if I didn't know how, how that's can I, good. How can I, how can I express something? You can that only do what you know. Right. I was brought up like that. You know, you know, I had food on the table. I had a nice bed. I had things, but no words or no, no feelings, no touch. touch. Right. You know, they, they push me to study. They push me to go to school. They push me to better myself, but you know, the words and the, and the physical were not there. And another, another thing that really helps in this situation, when you are looking at your mom or you're looking at your dad, you have to understand their story. It's the same. They go back. It goes back. You go back. If if I remember my grandfather, I remember my grandmother. They were the same. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, I remember you're going. Whoa! I remember abuela. Abuela is my mom's mom. Abuela told me that she ran away from home Mm -hmm. to to be with my father, her dad, Mm -hmm. and she said I was like a slave in their house. Mm -hmm. I eloped, you know, and I had to do Mm -hmm. all the housework. Mm -hmm. And and my grandfather, who is my mom's dad you know, he had brothers. Mm-hmm. And so they just needed somebody to work right. in the house. And she right. was like, I left my entire family, mm-hmm. you know, for to be a slave. Right. Yeah. You know, I remember, my God, I remember when she told me that story, mm-hmm. we were driving back from, I, I took her with me to a ministry um, invitation in Columbus, Georgia. It was an awesome meeting. Oh my God, like mm-hmm. crazy stuff happened. And we're on the way back and she just starts telling me these stories of her when she was yeah. young. And I yeah. was like, oh, like, that's going to help you heal. Right. You, you got to, everybody is a book, mm-hmm. right? Like Paul said, live your life as an open book, mm-hmm. you know, open those chapters. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Don't stay quiet about your moments of pain and don't stay quiet about asking your mm-hmm. mom or your grandma mm-hmm. or your dad or your grandpa about their moments of pain. Right. Even if they're not Christians, it just be like, tell me about how you grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, Find out why did they raise you the way they raised you. Because that's why that book helps. Because you go back and see your past and then you go, okay, I'm going to make it better. Because the, the word of God is telling me to make it better. So I got to start doing, taking the steps to change me myself because now you know i can go back my mother still lives and i can hug her and i can kiss her it's not easy though it's not easy because she is not on that point yet Mm -hmm. but i am i'm i'm cool i'm cool right now i'm cool and i'll talk and we talk and and you know we discussed and we don't discuss but it's okay but you need to change and that book the blessing it, it was really one of the first books that I read 
after I became saved because I, I got saved in 81. The book came in 86 and it was a major selling book, major. So everybody was talking about it in church. I bought it and it broke my heart. It just mm. broke it, it does. my heart mm -hmm. because I go, oh my God, I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm just a mess, <coughs> you know? And, and I already had Veronica when I read that book. So I had, I had three kids. I had Lisa, I had Charmaine, I had Veronica. I go, I'm a mess. I need, I need to do something. I, I need to get saved again, you know, but thank God for that book. And, and that's why we're discussing this book right now. Yeah. And it all starts with a decision mm -hmm. when, when you mm -hmm. say, I need to change. This feels super awkward yeah. talking to my dad about this or talking to my mom about this. I don't want to talk about it, but I'm a firm believer in families that keep secrets are toxic. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be, mm -hmm. even if you're 35, if you're my age, you're, no. you're grown with your own kids. Talk about no. it. The apostle Paul says that we are open letters. Mm -hmm. If you know them, yeah, we, we, if you notice, if you read the book of Acts, that's one of my favorite books in the Bible. I go, Paul, how many times are you going to talk about your testimony? He talked about it like five times. Every time he will go somewhere, he will say, um, I was this, I was that, I, I killed, I did this. I did. Because he needed that healing. Right. He needed that healing and he needed to testify about what Jesus did to him. So he just share and share. I go, Paul, I'm getting tired of the stupid testimony. And, 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 Same and, testimony. Come on, boy. Aren't you grown up already? Yeah. And your, no. your story, my story, Paul's story is medicine. Yeah. It's medicine. Mm -hmm. As you're saying it, you're getting stronger. Like my mom, mm -hmm. like you just said, you know, you're healing as you're saying, yeah. as you're getting it off your chest. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And you do it in a non accusatory. I don't know if that's a word. Right. You're not accusing the person. No. Cause when you open up that subject, that topic, you know, you didn't cuddle me. You didn't praise me. You didn't say I was, you know, you were proud of me, whatever. When mm -hmm. I say that to you, I don't say it in a way like, why didn't you do that? You just say, you know, no, you don't when I was, yeah. I can remember this happened. Mm -hmm. Like, don't even say the word you. No. Say, I remember this happened and, and it made me feel this way. And that's actually a counseling yeah. Yeah. technique. Well, me personally, I have never talked to my mother and say, mom, you know, you were not very lovable. You know, I have never, because God worked in me first. I'm doing it to my kids now. I'm, I'm, I need to change that and need to be lovable and need to be affirmative towards my kids. What my mother did is forgiven. It's okay, mom, you did it. It was not your fault. Let's move on. But don't go back. Oh, these ladies are talking about going back to your parents and, and, and confronting your parents. No, 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 mm -hmm. never. You are the one that needs to change. You are the one that says, okay, I'm, I need to change toward my kids. And the book really is about the whole uh Everybody that is around you. All your relationships. Yes. Kids, husband, friends, uh, other family relatives. It's everything. It's about blessing because the Bible says, bless your enemies. How can you bless your enemies? That's craziness. Mm -hmm. But you have to. So that book changed completely my life. Well, I, in my case, I did go to my parents. I did confess. Mm -hmm. um, I did talk about those difficult moments mm -hmm. of my past but with no judgment no 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 no. you you don't have to go back to your parents and talk about it mm -hmm. my recommendation is that you do um in a loving way yeah because i don't want to grow up anymore mm -hmm. 
and not be close mm-hmm. to her. And so I want a close relationship with my mom. I want a close relationship with my dad. And if that's the case, mm-hmm. in my opinion, you got to remove the roadblock. Right. You know, talk about right. it. Right. Talk about it in a nice right. way when you're calm. Yeah. Not when you're feeling bad because I don't want to have a crappy relationship with all my future bosses. Yeah. With all my future, you know, ministry partners or clients in business. I want to have good relationships. Right. Everything stems from your origin. Right. Whether your parents were there or not, everything stems from your origin. And mm-hmm. I remember one of the setbacks I had was that, why didn't my parents ever put my grandfather in jail? Right. It, it didn't even come out until I was 30. Mm-hmm. I had never addressed the issue. Mm-hmm. My, my sister found out she caught my grandfather molesting me in the act when I was four. It took from four years old to 30 years Plus. old. Mm-hmm. I was 30. It was the year that I turned 30 that I went to counseling. I went to inner healing counseling through um, a church in Snellville called LifeGate. Um, shout out to Zach if you're listening. <laughs> um, and Sherry and Stephen Smith. So They're nice people. They're the ones that hooked me up with the ministry like, okay, you need to go. So I went and I thought I was going to counseling for a whole nother mm-hmm. reason, uh, an issue with, with my previous pastor. I went and everything came out. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh Jesus, somebody just broke my leg bone. I mean, I cried like somebody broke my femur. Mm-hmm. And what came out was you have accused your parents in your heart yeah. all these years. Why didn't you put them in jail? Why didn't you do something? Why did you just send them to Florida? So we have a quick commercial break. I know the conversation's hot. We're going to hear a lot more from my mom. So I will see you guys on the flippity flip.